This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a victory holiday week podcast on one giant step. I'm Sean Morash. He's Paul Dottino. Thank you all for listening and subscribing and downloading us. Of course, free on the Odyssey app and anywhere podcasts are downloadable, as well as checking us out on YouTube. Plenty to dissect from a Giants gotta have it, had to have it. They ended up having it. 20 to 12 win down at FedEx Field versus the Washington Commanders. We will get into everything. From Kayvon Thibodeau bursting onto the scene and letting the nation know he's elite. From Daniel Jones having maybe the best drive of the year for the Giants. And, of course, some whining about the officiating down in Washington. Paul, hello. How are you? Good morning, Sean. Glad to say that I'm safe and sound, unlike a lot of those folks who had to dodge ice balls up in Buffalo the other night. Oh, how crazy was that? And, and Paul... You know, that's a perfect segue to what we get to with the Giants. First of all, just league-wide, what a weekend of football. I mean, the the epic comeback by the by the Vikings versus the Colts as the Colts did everything. I mean, the Vikings did everything they could to lose the game in the first half. They come back. By the way, we got to hope maybe the Vikings got it all out of their system in that second half, and they're a little low uh, next week <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, to obviously what happened on Saturday night, the Buffalo and Dolphin game back-to-back, the fans singing, let it snow, the snowballs falling. Then how about them Cowboys, Paul, blowing that lead and losing it over? That's a shame. Uh, it's always a shame when you see the Cowboys lose a game like that in late December. Uh, the Jets doing us no freaking favors as the Lions. And by the way, that supposed elite Jet defense gives up a 51-yarder to Brock Wright scamper and score there. And then, of course, Tom Brady, first time in his career, blowing a 17-0 lead. Like, the league was wild. The Raider Patriot ending the league. The, the Joe Judge Patrick Grambold that was flexed out for the Giants. The league was wild yesterday, and it culminated in Giants commanders on Sunday night football. And, Paul, I know you were at the stadium. Boy, TV, they couldn't get enough of, you know, the NFC East is back stuff. They made the Giants and Commanders last night feel like it was the Super Bowl. I had jitters. Martin Sheen voiced an opener. It was uh, it was great theater. But, you know, the Giants end up winning a football game on the grand NFL stage of Sunday night football to cap off again the wildest weekend. So before we get into the ins and outs, just immediate reaction on just feeling good to win a football game again. Well, you, you talk about a team that had lost 11 consecutive primetime games that had been 1-8-1 and one in its last 10 games against the NFC East, okay, had had the very unsatisfying tie, which 
should have been a lot more controversial than it was two weeks ago at MetLife Stadium. And you wrap all of that up, and then you put them into hostile territory in prime time with a crowd that was going absolutely nuts. But, Sean, you would have liked it because you would have fit in. Because on the Giants' half of the stadium, especially in the lower level and behind the end zones, there were quite, and I mean quite, a few blue garments and jerseys and and jackets and scarves. And those folks, those, those smaller percentage Giants fan folks that were at FedEx Field were probably almost as loud as the crazed Commanders fans that were enveloping the rest of the stadium. It made for such a loud venue that, as you can probably hear, I've lost part of my voice, and I was just trying to talk to people next to me on the sideline. Paul, it sounded like such a fun environment, and you're right. And maybe these guys were all next to the boom parabolic mics, but not just late in the game, audible, let's go Giants chants were heard throughout that crowd. Chance of defense, too. And and I was going to say, the defense chance, I turned to my dad and my sister watching the game going, this is incredible how the mics are picking this up. So, you know, before we get into the whole way the game finished, Let's talk about the way the game started. The Giants, of course, go down 3 nothing in this game. And I thought the defense was, of course, in a good spot. Bend, but don't break. Uh, they were able to do some things there. The offense, of course, gets killed by a couple Slayton drops slash aggressive defense. Evan Neal, you know, at times, bad penalties in this game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But the game really begins to change, Paul, with Kayvon Thibodeau, who was making every play on the early drives. I mean, he was in on everything, chasing down guys, stopping the run, going into the pass. But similar to what we saw in overtime in that game two weeks ago with Ojolari and Thibodeau, Thibodeau gets back near that goal line, strip sack, and is the same guy who actually picks it up and scores. And as we know, Paul, that is the signature moment and a moment Maybe not on the level of, you know, visually pleasing with Odell Beckham Jr. catching that ball on Sunday Night Football one hand, but that is a moment that I think no Giant fan will ever forget when thinking about primetime special moments, the Kayvon Thibodeau strip sack and score. That's a moment Giant fans have been longing for. Yeah, you know, I I love that you brought that up so early in the program because it was a very significant play for even a bigger reason than what you just stated. Yes, it did turn the tempo of the game and let everybody know that the Giants were going to be in this tug-of-war. But in reality, two weeks ago in overtime at MetLife Stadium, Thibodeau clubs Heineke for a sack, uncontested to the quarterback inside the one-yard line. And when he went for the sack, he simply went to hit the quarterback hard. The ball never came free. Heineke held on, and Washington was able to escape. Well, this time a more educated Kayvon Thibodeau because now he learned from his mistake of not going for the takeaway. He went for the strip. And he clearly, clearly had one mission when he got back into the pocket. 
He was shopping for that football. Yep. And that shows me an intelligent player who understood what he was told and made the correction. And, and I just thought that that was a very sick. I'm sure the coaches will harp on that this yeah. morning and tell him about how that's how you're supposed to do it. And I'm sure they're very proud of him. I actually texted O.C. Yumanura right after the game. O.C. was at the World Cup. And I texted <laughs> O.C. and I said, I could not help but think about you when he went for that strip sack. And it was perfect. And O.C. texted me back. He was at the World Cup, but he was watching the Giants game. And he did see it. And it was perfect. And, and he agreed. That's the maturing of a player. When you learn from a mistake and don't make it a second time. Big time play by Thibodeau. Big time play. And we're going to get to another big time play he made that quite frankly, could have saved the season a little bit later on when we get to that final sequence. But from that, Paul, I think the real next key to the game in a positive manner happens when the Giants get off the field on that following ensuing commander's drive after Thibodeau scores. And then the Giants put together certainly the best drive since that London drive that Daniel Jones orchestrated without Saquon Barkley late in that game in London. But to go essentially the length of the field and complete with so many, you know, BB throws to Richie James, including Dable deciding I'm not going to kick in cold weather this long field goal. We're going to go for it on fourth and nine. And that play, Daniel Jones was in full command. And look, they're going to be still be the Jones naysayers when all is said and done say, well, look, the offense still only put up 13 points in this game. Jones in this game was really killed by those Neil penalties and was certainly killed by drops along the way. Daniel Bellinger had another drop later on. But that drive to me, was a gut drive 7-3. Your offense hadn't done much all game. You can completely give the defense, by the way, a blow on the bench. They had been on the field for so much. To yep. go down the field and orchestrate that and, and quick passes, not allowing yourself to get sacked like what happened in the first game. Paul, that to me was the signature moment of the game, was just taking all that time off the clock and finishing it with 7 and not 3. As much as we just talked about Thibodeau's play, and that would be his defining play so far of this season, I have to agree with you, beyond the Green Bay drive without Barkley, this drive, this drive to me is everything you need to know about Daniel Jones. He was flawless. He had to overcome the, the Neil penalty you mentioned. Um, I, I don't know what else I can add to what you said because the fourth down throw to Richie James on the crossing route was right on the button. In fact, oh. every throw he made on this drive, was on the button. And when you're going to go 18 plays and 97 yards, and oh, by the way, again, did have to overcome one full start penalty, you don't have any room for the slightest of error on that drive because it will short circuit. And, and, and that kind of drive is basically meant for you to somehow short circuit and shoot yourself in the foot. And Daniel Jones was in complete command and did everything exactly right on that drive. And that made it 14-3 to Giants. And as uh, as we all know, Sean, uh, you know, going into halftime with that kind of lead certainly set the tempo for what was going to be a very uh, interesting second half.